Hello, and welcome to another episode of Granite Justice, navigating civil legal issues in your daily life. I'm your host, Shane Cooper, an associate dean at the University of New Hampshire Franklin Pierce School of Law. Please remember as you listen, this podcast is for informational purposes only. Nothing said here by either party constitutes legal advice of any kind or creates any attorney-client relationship between a listener and New Hampshire Legal Assistance or 603 Legal Aid or the UNH Franklin Pierce School of Law. It is possible that the law has changed after recording this podcast episode where the information shared does not exactly fit with your specific situation. For the most up-to-date information or to get legal help, please visit 603legalaid.org. My guest today for what will be our season finale is Ariel Clemmer, the new executive director of 603 Legal Aid. Ariel started at 603 Legal Aid just a few weeks ago. And so, Ariel, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us. I'm sure you're really busy as you get started in your new position. As I understand it, you're new to 603 Legal Aid, but you're not new to the legal aid community. So let me first start by asking, Ariel, how did you begin your legal career? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today. I, for the last 15 or 20 years, you know, I've really followed my passion for working with low-income individuals and providing free legal services to people in need. That was true in college and in law school and professionally. I've been dedicated to increasing access to justice and empowering others, mostly by pursuing equity through law. I always knew that I wanted to be a lawyer, but right after undergraduate years in Richmond, Virginia, I decided to defer law school for two years and do Teach for America in New York City. And it was there I first saw um, kind of firsthand the systemic inequalities that my first graders were struggling with, you know, coming to school hungry, the lack of resources, housing instability and safety concerns, and the clear picture of civil legal needs and how that impacts everybody's lives was really apparent to me. So when I went to law school, I was immediately, you know, sure that I was going to do some sort of public interest law. I pursued that while I was there with clinical programs and other opportunities to give legal services or legal advice. After graduation, went to the Bronx Defenders. I there saw this need for really holistic legal services. Even though I was doing criminal cases as a public defender, I saw the civil legal issues that really impacted my clients pre and post incarceration, things like housing and benefits connections and employment challenges. And so after that experience, I did go to a big law law firm in New York City, but I was actually a somewhat stealth pro bono associate. I did as much pro bono work as I could, and I externed at a legal services organization called Legal Services NYC before going into family law. So I had a really good base and then was very fortunate to be hired as the director of the Free Legal Clinic Pro Bono Program at the Hampton County Bar Association in Springfield, Massachusetts, where I ran a free legal services operation out of the courthouses in, in downtown Springfield, before most recently serving as the director of the Center for Social Justice at Western New England University School of Law and providing free legal services to people in need across greater Springfield area. Well, that's a really interesting path that you took from going into big law and then into uh, legal assistance and legal aid. And that's 
Sounds like you've had a great transition in there in Western Massachusetts and now here in New Hampshire, which we'll talk about a little bit more. You mentioned the the, the term a pro bono program. Uh, some of our listeners may not be fully familiar with what that means and how that relates to access to justice. Could you explain a little bit about pro bono programs, the, the concept of access to justice and, and the importance of those? Yeah, absolutely. So pro bono programs leverage uh, attorney involvement providing free legal services for people who otherwise can't afford them. There is a huge unmet need across the country, something like 120 million to 250 million legal issues that go unmet every year in the United States. That statistically equates to something like 92% of all Americans who have a civil legal issue that can't be addressed and can't get adequate access to justice. So there's an enormous need coupled with the fact that very few lawyers go into legal aid. The latest data from the American Bar Association is that only three quarters of 1% of all lawyers end up going to legal aid work. And so here in New Hampshire, between you know 603 Legal Aid and New Hampshire Legal Assistance, there are something like you know 20 or so lawyers for the entire state of New Hampshire. And so one way that we can address this access to justice gap is to think about ways that legal services can be offered across a continuum of legal services, from you know information and referral to counsel and advice some kinds of limited representation where we can you know, help just a piece of a client's case and different forms of pro bono, represent, pro bono representation, you know, leveraging the talent, skills, and expertise of volunteer attorneys um, all the way up to full representation. And so by using pro bono volunteers, we can gain additional attorneys to provide free legal services to try to meet some of the critical mass of unmet legal needs across the country. Those are some really eye-opening statistics, such a huge demand out there, as you mentioned, and then particularly the low number of lawyers that are dedicated to this work in a full-time way. And I didn't even know, you said the number is about only 20 attorneys in the entire state of New Hampshire that are working on these these matters in a in a large way, that, that really does mean you, you need the help of other attorneys sort of in this pro bono mode. Yes, absolutely. And so you you mentioned that recently you've been working in Massachusetts. Uh, what ended up bringing you here to 603 Legal Aid here in New Hampshire? Well, there was this incredible opportunity um, post-merger of uh, LARC and pro bono programs to come together to 603 Legal Aid and blend the pro bono volunteers that had been already providing such great service, but with uh, you know full-time staff advocates um, and create this new entity. So it was very exciting to me. I, you know, 603 Legal Aid deals with these kinds of issues, the kinds of issues that I saw, you know, in college, as a teacher, earlier on in my career, they do the on-the-ground work of helping people each and every day. Um, people who, in New Hampshire who have a legal issue or even think that they might have a legal issue, contact 603 Legal Aid first, and then we triage those calls and figure out you know, how we can best support them along their path for information and advice. I was particularly interested in 603 Legal Aid because um, 
it's here in New Hampshire and I grew up in the Upper Valley. And so for me, this is a bit of a homecoming and getting to do what I love to do, working with people who are passionate about these issues as I am, it really couldn't have been a better seemingly fit for me. Well, that's wonderful. How how long have have you been away from New Hampshire before returning now? 23 years. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So to be able to come back to your home state and at the same time, really be able to take your talents and your experiences and bring it to the legal aid community, that's, that's got to be an outstanding, you know, way to kind of move on here in your professional career and to merge it up with being in New Hampshire. And so what I'd ask is, as one of the, the leaders now in this field for us here in New Hampshire, what do you see as opportunities for the civil legal aid system here? Sure. It has been great. This has been a wonderful chance to come back to the state and to serve others. There are more needs than we can possibly serve. So one of the things we're looking at is, you know, who are the currently underserved populations? There are lots of people that apply for assistance that just aren't able to get serviced for one reason or another. A lot of a lot more folks than even that number are the people who don't apply to our services because either they don't know about the legal rights that they have or they just don't know yet about our program, which is newer. And so part of what I'm going to be doing is work in the community and with the community to inform community leaders and the public itself about the work that we do and why it matters and how we can help. And when you mentioned the working with the community and community leaders, and, and I know you've just gotten here, you're sort of getting used to things in the first few weeks. Are there any uh, targeted groups that you're thinking of talking with or are there or are there people out there that might be listening to this thinking, oh, I should be reaching out to Ariel? How, how would you encourage those sort of conversations to come about? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, any and all folks who think that they might have a legal issue or have something like a debt scenario that, you know, touches on legal issues, but may not often be considered a straightforward legal case, I would encourage anyone to get in contact with us. We are specifically doing some outreach right now to veterans and to unhoused folks and uh, other places across the state. Because we are a statewide entity, you know, there's no geographical limitation on who can get service through us and and via us to any of the other programs across the state. So we have intake every single day. Uh, You can reach us Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. by phone. And I'll give that phone number, which is 603-224-3333. And then also we have 24-7 intake available on our website, which is www.603legalaid.org. So even if you're not sure or if you're struggling, please reach out and we will do our best to assist you. That's really helpful to, to hear um, as well. And we take advantage of this podcast and every opportunity to be able to explain to our listeners how they can uh, get in touch with you and, and your team. And as you look ahead, you know, we're about to turn the corner into 2024. I'm excited for the possibility of, of future episodes and discussions here. Do you get a sense that uh, there will be any changes you could forecast or, or any uh, growth or opportunities? Uh, I imagine this merger is an exciting opportunity for some of that, but uh, and it may be too soon, obviously, uh, with, with just stepping aboard. But do you have any general thoughts you might be able to share about what you think you might see in the upcoming year? Sure. Certainly opportunities for growth. Um, We 
have now a full program on the ground, but are looking to expand and always innovate to figure out the ways that we can best serve the public. So we'll be working on different areas of expansion and ways that we can meet the civil legal need across the state that are currently being unmet. Understand that. And um, my other plea I'd make for the those out there listening is that being here at uh, the University of New Hampshire Franklin Pierce School of Law, we in October typically will pair up with some pro bono calls and opportunities where students will volunteer and make those calls to the attorneys out there in New Hampshire. Anyone out there listening that uh, can lend their time or provide more pro bono services and work with 603 Legal Aid, I'm, I'm certain that uh, you would take all of the help that you can get. Uh, so we'll take that opportunity to to get that information out there as well. Um, so Ariel, welcome back uh, home. Thank you so much for the, the years and time of service that you've put into the public interest and for the years to come here at 603 Legal Aid. Uh, we're really excited to uh, welcome you here to the state and to see all the good things that 603 Legal Aid will be doing in the future. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. This was Granite Justice, a podcast collaboration of the UNH Franklin Pierce School of Law 603 Legal Aid, New Hampshire Legal Assistance, the New Hampshire Campaign Legal Services, and the Granite State News Collaborative. Thanks for your time.